the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirements. we got a great show here today. I'll be talking a lot about all types, about savings, investing, about what's going on in the world. Uh, some big, big things happening out there. And uh, discussing the, you know, with the volatile markets, this virus, uh, the Wuhan coronavirus, what's going on there. We just sent out a report on that, a special report detailing some of our thoughts on that. We've been expanding upon that today on the show, talking about savings and investment. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively, invest conservatively. And you always want to start that out by putting away money in your company plan, your 401k, your uh, uh, 403b, 457. And, and if you don't have one of those, if you don't have a plan, you can always do an automatic uh, draft from your bank account. So you you know, so as soon as your money comes in at the bank, it goes into a savings account. You can auto draft into a, into a, an IRA, a SEP IRA, those type of things. Uh, so, but the the reason I say the auto draft and the reason why I like the four hundred one ks is because if you set it on automatic pilot where it's done automatically, uh, the it, it, you're going to be able to save a lot more money than if you send in a check. I mean, it's real hard. Most the vast majority of the people out there don't have the discipline to 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 put away a pay, uh, part of their paycheck every way every every time to save for retirement they'll do it some they'll forget something will come up there'll be an auto uh, auto uh, issue or there'll be a health issue or something like that and uh and, and so these things all add up uh in into what uh into what we're seeing here and so so what you have to do is 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 you really need to sit there in and put away the money on an autopilot system somewhere, your 401k, so it goes out of your paycheck right away. And if you don't, auto-draft it out of your bank account. And then it, and you just forget about it. You don't even notice it. And that that is the key to building up wealth over the long term. You have to have some type of plan uh, in, in place. And, and, and it's just, it's almost impossible the other way. I know a few people that have been able to do it. Uh, look, when we started this show, we talked about savings and investment. It was 2006. We, the, the savings rate was, was z- close to zero when we said, look, you've got to save money. You've got to build up. Well, people called and said, look, I'm saving 15, 20, 25 percent. And they were excited about the show. So I think people are start, you know, and so now the savings rates are going up. People are starting to get it. Uh, it, it and so, I mean, it's exciting. Things are happening out there. The uh uh, a, a couple, a, a couple things. I also wanted, to, <laughs> excuse me, touch base here on, is looking. Uh, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. What's going on there? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the markets. Uh, I, I'm seeing two schools of thought out there uh, on this, uh, and, and we're going to be explaining that. I, I think there could be some real risk in here, uh, and so we'll be going over that. Uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of interesting, really. It, it, we might almost have seen the high water mark. Well, you know, we'll see of of kind of the the just complete insanity that seems to have have gripped the world. Where uh, it, you know everybody is is political correctness in in every in and really it, 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 in a world kind of dominated 
by this elite group. And I mean, the high watermark might have been Davos this year, uh, where, 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 you know, we had these, we had people up there that basically, you know, with the almost Masonic complexes that were going to save the world from from uh, oil, the oil and gas business, from cows. We need to eliminate oil and gas. Uh, we need to cattle. It, it reached a point that yeah, that Larry Fink of BlackRock stood up and, and basically in, in, a, in a closed-door meeting with some of the most powerful people in the world said, look, he's got $7 trillion of investors' money, and he the, the number one thing he was going to look at was the environment because they had to save the environment. And, 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 and Larry Fink added a third leg to socialism, which is redistribution, redistribution of wealth and redistribution of income to, say, redistribution of capital. And what Larry Fink wanted to do was he goes, look, what I'm going to do is I control I'm the biggest pool of investment money in the world, and I'm going to push it. We, we're going to eliminate coal. We want to redistribute money and, 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 and divest the oil and gas sector. And then states that do business with the oil and gas sector, like Texas, we're going to sit there and try to make, we're going to try to reallocate capital away from them. So, so the, the cost of Texas to borrow money is going to go up thanks to Larry Fink. You know, Larry Fink might be the new messiah. I don't think so. You know, the world's littered with a lot of of false messiahs, and I think he's one of them. And but but you had these people, Greta Thunberg, show up, and you know the, the I mean it's just everywhere we have these people want to lead us, you know, to the promised land somehow. And and, and you look and you're like, wait a minute, we need to get rid of oil and gas. We need to get rid of cattle. Uh, farming isn't safe either, and it, it, it's just the insanity of it all you know might have peaked while at the same time i mean it it almost it was almost like biblical where you go back to the bible in there in there and they want they built the, the the tower of babel to the sky so they could sit there and be and communicate and be like god and it was it was almost the same thing with these people at davos fortunately president trump stood up and said you guys were all basically called bs on the whole thing but but these are very i mean it, it's humorous in a way but these are extremely powerful people that that just somehow let the power go to their head and thought they were going to be the new rulers of the world and you know we could kind of push democracy aside and everything else and so this is all going on and and out there and then all of a sudden here in china this virus is spreading they're not paying any attention to it in Davos. They're so busy telling us how, you know, why we need to get rid of the oil and gas business. All of a sudden, you look up and there's 50 million people quarantined with the Huan uh, uh, coronavirus. And, 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 and it brings things back into perspective of what things you should be concerning yourself with versus, you know, looking at the environment. I actually saw a chart, uh, I think, last week of the coastal area, how the United States in 100 years was going to look. And literally three-quarters of Florida was underwater. It's just utterly astonishing. And here we are confronted with a very grave situation in China where thousands of people are are infected. You know, they're just going to see thousands of people dead. No one's paying any attention to that. And so I think it's it's, it's reordering what's happening. And, and, And it's just... It's been actually remarkable to see. I mean, the 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 arrogance of these this elite class, uh, you know, of of Larry Fink and George Soros and Thunberg and and the rest of them. Uh, you'd probably toss in Harry and Meghan into that group. You know, she, the, the royal family's too small for her. She's going to be the new queen of the world, and you know, tell the rest of us how to live our lives. It's the same thing. Would you get these people trying to tell us? And and the point is, they're they're. They're missing. They're missing the the picture. How to make the world a better place? How to build the country up? How to change it for the next century? Instead, they're they're trying to sit there centrally plan it from the top. And then the same thing. You know, it was, do, I thought about. Do I look at the uh, discuss the uh, impeachment hearings? You know, I can't even tell you what went on in that. I followed politics my entire life. I pretty closely, real close. I can't even tell you anything about that impeachment hearing virtually at all. I've paid no attention whatsoever. The American people are paying no attention to that. That's the biggest farce in the world. And honestly, the the, the Republicans that voted out not to have witnesses did the Republic, the Democrats, the biggest favor in the world because another three weeks of this is the Wuhan virus is spreading around the world and they're dithering in Washington, D.C. on an impeachment 
you know, would make everybody up there look incredibly bad. It, it, and so so things are changing out there, and, and, and I think we're going to see some continued changes going forward uh, on this type of stuff. And, and so uh, anyway, so that's kind of what we're looking at. Tell you what, we're going to take a, a, a break in, ju- in, in just a minute here. Uh, but a couple things I want to get out there. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. And also, uh, we just sent out our most recent Max Out Savings Report entitled uh, Wuhan, discussing some of our, our thoughts on, on the virus and how it affects the investment markets. Uh, if you need, if you'd like a free copy of that, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. And so we caught the land in Nashville To find the finest break And make a home And make a home There's a train flew out of Boston This whole world passed him by He said I spent a lifetime running And now's my time to try the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. This is a live show. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, tell you what, we've got Rocky there. Uh, let's take a quick call from Rocky. Hey, Rocky, how you doing? Good morning, uh, Ted. I, I wanted to segue just a moment into Tesla. You know, it's, yes. it's made mm-hmm. just a tremendous parabolic move. And, I'm, you know, it has to be more than just a short squeeze. Can you give me your thoughts on that, please? Okay. The, Tesla's an interesting company. Uh, I, I do think it's a short squeeze. They, they, they reported fantastic earnings. The, the growth is going ahead of expectations for the company. They're talking about moving, I think, the Model Y, I think it is, up into a little later this year, sooner than expected, which is, I think, their SUV type of car. And, and so... So things are going well. Uh, what everybody missed about Tesla, Rocky, was th- these people, uh, Elon Musk, is so far ahead of the other automakers, it's just ridiculous. And, and, and he, Because I think he's willing to take a risk that none of these other companies are doing. He basically started with a blank piece of paper 
on how to build an electric car. And and so it, it it's very efficient to build it and, and also he also recognized the importance of the battery. So he controls battery production and has battery factories and, and which gives him another edge. And the other thing he did is he took a risk with self driving on cars and they have much more self driving ability than anyone else out there. So you can almost push a button and the car will drive you to work, which is just absolutely remarkable and just a complete game changer. And so the, I don't – and the problem is these other companies, I think they're afraid to take the risk on the self-driving. Just they, They're trying to take it slow because they're worried about liability. So I think this company, I think it, it's going full blast. I think you can see more people get their cars. Uh, look, it's had a huge run here. I, I would let it uh, pull back in here. I think there is a big short squeeze. They had an enormous amount of people that just didn't understand the car because I just think they just never drove it. And I think – and and it's it always amazed me, and uh, so um, I like this stock. I do you think, think it has any? Go ahead. Do you think it has any potential upside tip? Oh yeah, over the longer term. Right now, I think it pulls back with the rest of the market. It, it, look, it's had a huge run here. I think you got to wait till it pulls back. Yeah, but, okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks I love for, your show. Thank you. Yeah, I mean Tesla. Look, it's a game changer with that car. I mean. Uh, People in, t- in Houston, I think, can appreciate this. If you could sit there and push the button and have your car, you have some, maybe even just get it on the freeway and hit the self-drive button, and then you can sit there and talk to your friends on the phone, look on the Internet and everything. It, it, that's a remarkable deal. And then you don't have to worry about driving the car in. It, for people that are in the car an hour a day or 45 minutes a day, that's just unbelievable. Good, que- yeah. good question. Thanks, Rocky. You bet. Okay, so uh, any calls, 713-339-1070. Yeah, Tesla reported this week, just blew the numbers out, and there was a lot of people short in it, and they, they, and they squeezed it up. Uh, yeah, we saw this with Volkswagen, where there was a huge short position built up a number of years back in, in a huge... Right now, the, the valuation is really... It's, it's probably the most valuable company out there, I think, in, in the auto sector. But the other people, uh, I've seen some reviews of some of the other electric cars, and they and everyone says they just don't compare to the Tesla. So uh, we sent out our most recent Max Out Savings Report. You can get this free. It, the subscription's free. We've got thousands of people on the list. Uh, they, and it's a special update. And in, in, in this was uh, basically going over the Wuhan coronavirus. And, and it, what's the situation with that? And, and I wanted to try to take a look at some things. There's a lot of information out there. Uh, there's a lot of, of fake news out there, really, that you know you hope is fake news, at least. And and it's really some real, lot of fake news. But a couple things to look at. And so we tried to sit there and, and take it. And, and break it down into into what the situation is. And, and and if you look at it, a lot of the portfolio managers, it really interesting this week in the way the market was up quite a bit during the week, some, and then it sort of fell apart at the end of the week. It, it just made absolutely no sense. And what I realized is everybody, these portfolio managers, they were looking at, at the past and and – and trying to see, you know, what what's happened in the past, and looking out, the the, the markets really went up for most of the viruses. If you, if you look at at the S and P, it was really up, uh, you know, about a year later in almost all aspects of the of the of the swine flu, the bird flu, uh, and and those things, but it. Well, the the one it wasn't was the SARS outbreak in two thousand and two, where where it did have a ten percent drawdown. So, I, if you look at this virus, it appears to be similar to the to to the SARS, which is a coronavirus. They're the same type of thing. So what we did is, we we really tried to dig down a little bit to see. What's the situation with with this? And a lot of people, t- the you know, one of the things that we really heard on this this virus is, it's it's just like the flu. I mean, look, it's like a bad flu. Uh, they give an example. Last year, one hundred forty eight thousand people got the flu, and eight thousand people died in the United States. So really, honestly, there's eight thousand people. You know, but there's over ten thousand people now, and two or three hundred deaths. Nothing to worry about. But if you dig down further. 
uh, a couple things that that we that we really sat there and tried to uh, to look at is the one of the things was to there's something called an R naught, and we discussed it in some report. And we discussed it on the show last week, which is this is simply how transmittable is this virus compared to other viruses out there. And if you look at it, I think it's pretty clearly they believe that it has a higher R-naught factor than the flu, which is the spread. It's more contagious than the flu. It, the, 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 some of the health organizations were saying 2.4. We felt like, <coughs> excuse me, to give an example, that, that's you know, closer to the flu. Uh, we felt like it, it was higher. Uh, looking out, uh, it, it's closer to, to the SARS uh, which, which again is is probably three three point something. This I just saw some. We said it might be three point eight. We saw some research. There's now some research saying four point one, which is 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 this is very contagious, it, and this is one of the things that 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 worries us. And and so you try to figure out well what are, you know what are we dealing with here, and and what we looked at is is we looked at some charts of of how the the SARS. It spread versus the uh, versus the uh, the the, uh, the coronavirus, and, and what we came up with was, if you look at it, the f- between about let's say about the first, let's just say <coughs> in the last for, for, for the last four weeks, they've they've had eight thousand. Cases the eight now we're up to ten thousand cases on this in the first month of ten thousand. The total on SARS was about eighty five hundred cases, give or take. On that, that took that took about fifty sixty. It took two months, and really we got ten thousand cases in three weeks. In what it took the SARS two months to come in. So this thing is spreading at a materially quicker rate. Another another way to look at this, we looked at. It, the Ebola, which everyone is, they had about 8,000 cases there. And so that took 20 weeks to get through, 20 weeks. So we did we did what was 20 weeks in about four, probably about six to eight, eight to eight to nine weeks for the SARS, 20 weeks with Ebola. We did that in three weeks with this virus. And so it shows you that R naught factor is probably closer to what to the to the 3.8 we said last week, or maybe 4.1. It's more contagious, and so that makes it very dangerous. And the other thing that we looked at was, well, what's happening with the, uh, you know, what is the the mortality rate? It appears to be around 4%. This is moving around a little bit. It's hard to tell because we're really having trouble getting any information out of China. Uh, it, I think you're 2 to 4, maybe maybe higher. We're just not sure. If you take like... I, I took the cases out and divided it by the cases today, but the problem is is these cases maybe take a week or two to come in, and so... so you really have to cut it in half, and that gets you closer to four, which was what it appears to be. As an example, the polio, Spanish flu, and SARS had about 10%. MERS had a 30 35% death rate. Ebola was 50%. Bird flu was was 55%. So it's not as deadly, which is the good news. But the other thing I've also noticed is... is these people, a lot of people are on ventilators, they're on oxygen, and they're on a different type of drugs to, where the uh, the infection gets in their lungs, they get pneumonia. And so they're on oxygen and very high-powered drugs. And it's, it, 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 it almost looks a little bit like HIV in a way. That's what got a lot of people with HIV was in pneumonia. And they're, they're, but their immune systems are weakened. This thing seems to be much more virulent on the lungs and, and and so it, it's kind of a concern, and and that's expensive to treat as well. And, and so, looking at that, I just don't believe that this is just the the flu. I, I don't buy into into the story that CNBC and a number of the other people out there in the mainstream media are basically promulgating that look, this is sort of like the flu, nothing to see here. And, and so, looking at those numbers, it just it it doesn't seem to be the case. Now. So then you kind of have to look around and figure out, see, what could some of the effects be? Uh, 
Let me see here. Where are we here? The looking at again in a situation like this, what? <coughs> obviously, I'm going down. I was in Wuhan last week. No, just kidding. It's, uh, it's really not funny. But the um, look in a situation like this, you have to watch what people do, not what they say, because the, everyone's under. You know you. You don't want to upset people. You don't want to panic people. But you want to look and say, look, what it, what are some of the effects and what, what can we really look at on this type of thing? And by the way, if you got any questions or comments, you can call me up at 713-339-1070. Uh, so what's happening on this? So, again, let's take a look and figure out, you know, how is it reacting? This time... The, the Chinese government has sealed off about 50 million people, or not sealed them off, but they just asked them to stay inside and you can't leave the city. And uh, one of the, uh, the, 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 uh, the cities today, uh, Han Gang, they, what they've said is, is look, it's, 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 it's quarantine. One person per household can come out every two days to get, to get food or pick up what they need. And the only people supposedly going out should be for emergency or critical type of people and and so again this is we've not seen 50 million people under quarantine since probably world war ii where they blocked off the cities i mean it just this this is very unusual they didn't do it for sars and uh again it's pretty unusual and then I look at, at, at some of the closings. They, they've closed the schools up until about February 14th and uh, or February 17th in many areas. And they've also, which is another two weeks, and they've also, uh, they're, they're closing a lot of the factories over there until February 7th. So this is another week. So the factories are closed. Now, one thing it's important to understand, right now in China, this is the Chinese Lunar New Year, which is kind of like the Christmas New Year's in the United States where people all travel. In China, family is very important. So they go to see their family and stuff. So people are traveling. So a lot of the factories close during the week. So this week, most of the factories will be closed. Now, Next week, the Chinese government is requesting a lot of the factories be closed, which means the factories are going to be closed for two weeks. And and, and again, it's this is this is something that we're looking at, but it, it's like they're closing the factories over there as well. It, and so, so this is something you want to watch. And I saw one person said, "Look, as long as the factories open up by April, I'm like April, you know, it's not a problem." And I think people don't really understand how things have changed since the SARS environment to the last time. Now, too, I'm going to take a break here. I'm going to talk to John real quick. Hey, John, how you doing? I am doing well, Ted. How about you? Doing good. Thank you. Good. I don't have the virus yet. Excellent. (laughs) Hey, uh, I was reading your article um, or or the update, and uh, that's very interesting. The, The only problem that I have, Ted, is can you actually believe what is coming out of China? No. Yeah. No, right. I, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of consensus. But the interesting thing about that is, is if you look what they're doing, they're pretty clearly worried. Uh, President Xi used the word word grave. It, yeah. and, and then he called it a devil virus. And I wasn't even aware that they were that religious in China. But, uh, you know, I, but but that's when when a world leader uses that word. It's a real yeah. serious situation. And, and it's you, they tend they don't like to use, you know, it's a no. difficult situation <laughs> no. or we're working through it. And yeah. so, so it, if you look what they're doing, they're taking very tough action and they're clearly very, very worried. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and it, you know, so th- again, that's kind of one of the things we're looking at is this the, th- what this thing seems to be telegraphing is a really severe problem over there. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. With everything we know now, do you think this might be a pretty good opportunity um, to take some money off the other table and just kind of sit there and uh, to it wait, to it watch what happens next, watch the other next shoe drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Let, now keep in mind a couple things: the market is is off, is barely off in here. It's had a, right. a big run, and look right. at the S and P. We'll talk some more about this, but look, it's not even. It's still above the 50-day moving average, so it's not really – It's now, i give you an example. 
If you would asked me that question and say, let's say the market had gone down, like remember at the end of 2018 how the market went way down? Sure. Okay. Well, if you'd asked me in that case, I'd say, well, look, it's already into the market. But this, right. the thing that's so strange about this is it doesn't appear to be in the market yet. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I was wondering, well, it was what's the upside and and the downside? I mean, I think there is is more of a of a chance for the downside than there is upside. Just just with the market as frothy as it is, and not knowing what we do not know from the Chinese. Oh yeah, look, I think. I think the I think the downside. I, look, I think you're looking at probably seven to ten percent. If this yeah. thing comes over to the United States, like it is in China, if we're dealing with it, like if it, we have it over here, look, you're looking at thirty percent down. Yeah. Well, I'm. I was hoping to to make a trip to Singapore um, in March, and also well to Malaysia, but. Um, uh, I'm hoping we're able to get out. Uh, and then if we get out, are they going to let us back in? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, look, that's what a lot of people are sort of dealing with. I mean, in China, they're pretty much, uh, they're keeping, uh, I think United and uh, American, I think, are keeping a f- some flights open up until Monday. I think they're just trying to get Americans out of there. And yeah. uh, they're they're going to, it's going to get shut down here. And so other countries, if you look at it, you know, Russia's closed their border, uh, Mongolia, North Korea, uh, uh, Tibet, there's been a number of, and I I think it's going to expand quite rapidly here. Uh, Because what you're trying to do is you just, look, you're just trying to buy time. We're going to find a a vaccine for this. We'll find, you you have to learn how to treat it. It's it's not such a, uh, I'll give you an example. HIV used to be a death sentence. Now, basically people get that and they're cured. And so oh, yeah. we have to buy enough time to get that. And this is one of the things, this is why some of the people are doing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for your input, Ted. Okay. Thanks, John. Uh, right. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, so looking out, uh, and by the way, uh, that was, you give us a call at 713-339-1070. So, they're closing the factories in China. Apple's announced they're closing the factories and their stores in China. That was announced, I think, this morning. And uh, the, uh, you know, we're seeing other countries are all the halting air flights out of there. So very clearly, it, it, it's a pre-issue. And, and, and I'll give an example, like, and, and I think it was the American pilot suit, and I think the French pilot suit, the uh, American Airlines they wanted the flight shut down. The pilots are like, look, we don't want to go over there. And on the on the evacuation flights, they're flying in, they're filling the plane up, and the, and the pilots are staying on board in the, and probably in the cockpit. They fly out to another country, then they swap out the pilots to take, get them to the United States. So, so it is, the people over there are really concerned, and, and this is something we want to watch. Now, Tell you what, we're coming up here on a quick break, but I'm going to expand upon that, why this is a little different from the SARS and why we should be a little more cautious in here. Uh, it, and again, I think we need to look at this thing. I, do, I think we're going to solve the problem. I think we just have to buy enough time to do it. And we have the best medical system in the world. I mean, China's medical system is a joke compared to ours. I mean, if you get sick in China, you know, you go to the Chinese pharmacy and they, you know, they give you some ginger and batwing or something. And, you know, it's just a completely different world. But so we want to discuss some of these things as well. And we'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. The uh, talking, we're talking a little bit about the uh, the uh, Wuhan coronavirus. Is is it a threat to the market? What do we have anything to worry about? And we, it it, it appears to be spreading ra- more rapidly than than the coronavirus. I mean, than the SARS virus, which is they're both corona type of viruses, and it doesn't appear to be as the, the mortality uh, appears to be lower. But but it's the spreading that has us somewhat worried. And things have changed in China. People forget when the coronavirus came out, the the U.S. the Chinese economy was about uh, what is it about four percent of of uh, of the uh, yeah the, the SARS came out in two thousand two, and and the Chinese economy was four percent of the global GDP. Today, China is about eighteen percent of of the of the global GDP, and if you look at it, factories are shutting down in China. Uh, one one of the things you know, we look at, if you look at some of the videos over there, you see these cities. It's not just Wuhan, but even like in Beijing and Shanghai, these cities, the, the streets are empty. If you go to China, they're like packed with people. There's people everywhere. And, I mean, it's like the city's like driving around inside of an ant pile, and. Uh, they're just, they're not, I mean, people are staying inside. They're worried. They're nervous. The Chinese government has asked people, if you can work from home, work from home. And you're seeing a lot of that. And people just aren't going outside. Well, that's causing a, a slowdown out there. Out there. And remember, China is 18% of the global economy, which is a pretty pretty big chunk. We do a lot of business with China. American companies uh, buy and sell an enormous amount of stuff from China. Now, looking out... If you look at the market, it's sort of telegraphing. There's really not much to see here, uh, in which is kind of interesting. It's down a little bit, but quite frankly, it's really not down that much. But if you look at <laughs> where, excuse me, where's my charts here? If you take a look at copper prices, copper's down 13 days in a row, down 13 percent. This has been it hasn't gone down that many days in a row for I it, I forgot the number. It's like nine or ten years. It's a long time. If you look at oil prices, oil prices oil's down five, almost five percent this week uh, as well. So copper and oil, those are two big. These are economic commodities. So if the world's economies are doing well, copper, there's big demand for copper. There's big demand for oil. Well, these things are dropping off a cliff in here, and so that's again that's telegraphing a uh, a slowdown. If you look at bond prices. The the ten year bond has dropped pretty precipitously. The yield, again, it's telegraphing a problem. Now, 
the bond market is known as smart money and the stock market's not too bright. Typically, that's the, 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 the general thinking because bond people got to be – only thing they get is a coupon or their, their, their yield back and they want to get all their money back. So there's not a huge upside. So they, they tend to look at things a little harder because they want to make sure they get their money back. And, uh, and, and the same thing with the commodities market. So those two markets are telegraphing a problem. The, the stock market isn't. Uh, a couple things we're going to be looking into is China is was supposed to open their markets up on Friday. They decided to delay it till Monday. Uh, it's going to be down pretty substantially. It's been closed for a week now. The, keep in mind, it's the Lunar New Year over there, so things are closed anyway. But but so it's going to open up Monday. We'll see how it does. It'll be down. I mean, I'm expecting there'll be a lot of support in there from the Chinese government. They'll be encouraging people to to buy the market. Uh, but a lot, a lot of investors in China have not been able to sell their stocks all week long, and, and so this is something to uh, to look at here. And so we'll want to see how that's opening. What I'm looking at is empty cities. People, they're not going to make earnings estimates. Factories are shut down. It looks like for two weeks, an enormous number of factories in China are shut down. Now, U.S. companies have they have inventory, particularly for the, the first week, but understand. Most companies in the United States, in the big multinationals <coughs> and the bigger companies, they they actually are uh, – they do they do a lot of just-in-time inventory. So they've got all – I mean, it's all computerized. The stuff comes in. It goes right to the factory floor within a day or so. So there's not a, a lot – there's not a lot of excess – inventory. So so it might be some small part that an automaker here needs but they can't get out of China because and it's a small piece but they just they run out of the product. That could slow down the whole car assembly line, particularly with electronics. Uh you know, Apple products, a lot of it's made here, but there's a lot of different p- pieces made in China. The, the the Apple phones many of them are assembled in China. So th- this is going to cause a slowdown, but there's other components and parts and, and other things that get different components from China. So if the factories stay closed for another week, but, you know, they probably can get by. But if you look at two or three week or four week shutdown in factories, it's going to materially slow the whole global economy. And so I think you've got to be very cognizant of that fact. Uh, so so I, looking at all of this, I, I, I generally think that i i think you still i i think you've got to have higher levels of cash my sense is a lot of institutions are way over invested in this market it's a very expensive market we are the max out savings report from at the the first one we sent out this month we laid out the case if you looked at price to sales and if you looked at price to cash flow and enterprise value to cash flow it's near record high levels and all of a sudden, you I mean, this is a, almost a classic black swan. As we talked about earlier in the show, they were at Davos a week and a half ago telling us the world was going to end because of, of, of the environmental dangers. And we need to shut down the oil and gas business and the cattle business and can't eat beef or anything anymore. And then a week later, we're dealing with this issue here that nobody saw. And and if you look at some of the research, there's something called an event 201 or event 202, which is uh, the Gates Foundation, which is probably the biggest healthcare foundation in the world, they've been warning about this for months. Two or three months ago, they did a, they did a simulation using, I believe, a coronavirus, and they they had well over fifty million people. I'm not going to say, but it was millions of people die through the event. So, so this is likely some type of black swan. Now, hopefully, we we'll get it under control pretty quickly. But I do think, looking at the stock market, it's pretty high in here, so you want to be a little cautious. Now, I tell you what, this is come the last segment of the show. If you'd like to get in here with a question or comment, I'd like to hear from you, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. I'd be happy to answer your questions about savings, investments, IRAs as well, which is what we'd like to mostly talk about since we manage retirement money at Max Out Savings Advisors. But, but I do think this is a concern. So my concern is is a couple things. The Wuhan coronavirus is probably big a bigger concern than is factored into the market right now based on everything what we're looking at. The R not factor, the spread the contagion, it's more contagious than people realize. It seems to be spreading with with, with globalization much quicker. And, and the fact that, that China has quarantined more people than live in the state of California in cities and, and but even if you look at it 
elsewhere in Beijing and Shanghai where there's really not that many cases or just a few people just afraid to go outside. So we think it's a concern, but put that on top of of a market that people are really it's it's overvalued. It's very expensive. And and my concern is that is we and we talked about this for a while is the tremendous amount the biggest fad in investing out there right now is investing in the S&P 500. Everyone's thrown the towel in and they're just investing in the S&P 500 and and those are all in the same stocks. If you look at four of those stocks equate to uh, about close to 15 16% of the total market cap, which is your Apple, Facebook, uh Google and uh Microsoft. And uh they actually they made the point those are if you take Microsoft, Apple, Google, and Amazon. It spells MAGA, but I'm not going to go there. But uh, they're but they're all expensive. Everybody's in the same stocks. The in the S and P. If they all start selling the S and P 500, I don't think gonna, the, the liquidity is not there in this market, and that's going to cause a pretty precipitous drop. Now, when it happens, when people decide to sell, now I, I, it could be the coronavirus next week or the two that they precipitates that. It might be something else, but there's too much. Too much uh, over-concentration in a small number of stocks, and I think that's going to cause a problem. And as the market goes down, they're selling the, the things in the Russell 2000, but they can only get so much liquidity. Eventually, they've got to go after the generals to get the liquidity to raise cash. And these institutions are over-invested right now, and they're, they're struggling to get out. Tell it, let's take a call from Wayne. Hey, Wayne, how you doing? Um, I got out of the market way long ago, uh, 2008, and I don't have that much, but I got a little over a, a million in uh, uh, money market right now, prime money market at Vanguard. And I uh, was wondering if it makes sense to get back in sometime soon. Do I wait for a particular percentage dip? Um, and also, since I'm about retired here in the next year or so, I was thinking about uh, – moving that into maybe Wellesley, um, but I know there's some tax consequences because I've got about 300 k that's sitting in a full-up IRA, and I can't put any more money in that. And then I've got the 700 k uh, roughly in um, uh, that, you know, if I put it in in uh, Wellesley and into the tax. Yeah. Uh, Wayne? But, yeah. Is, is the 700 in an IRA now or a 401k? Wayne? Okay, I think I, th- I think I lost Wayne, but here's a couple things. Uh, to answer Wayne's question, uh, you you should be able to move it around if it's in an IRA into different funds, and you want you don't want to take it out of the IRA where you get taxes. You're going to get taxed on ordinary income with that. Uh, right now, the best investments I think are going to be short-term bonds. You can go buy treasury bonds, one, two-year treasuries. You don't get much income, but you, it gives you some cash available. I think rates could go lower here. You're going to see them drop down there, and uh, as far as look, the, the markets. I, I look. I think you got a seven, ten to ten percent correction. Probably ten percent at an absolute minimum. Uh, you got to see how this spreads. If it starts spreading to the United States, you want to back away. There, there's an old saying in the oil and gas business, and 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 I heard it say another way with technology is is but. An elephant field is always much bigger. The good fields are always oil fields are always much bigger than you think they are. And 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 the same thing. Bill Gates said in technology, people tend to overestimate the short term and overestimate the long term. I I think right now is I we got to see how big a thing this is with with this virus, the coronavirus. Again, China's eighteen percent of the world. Clearly, they've got a very bad situation over there. We don't know how bad yet. And so this thing could have a lot bigger ramifications than people realize. And so you want to let this thing play out some and see where it's going to go. You know, maybe if the market drops 7 to 10%, put a little bit in, particularly if they sell down the oil and gas sector, I think that could give you some good dividend opportunities and other opportunities. And I, and I think you got to go very slow in here. If this thing gets, if you get the same situation that China has in the United States, I think you're looking at a 30% drop in the market. I mean, you know, if you if you see quarantining cities and things like that, I, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but but these are the ranges we're looking at. And, and the, since the market's so expensive and is basically run up since September on on Federal Reserve uh, money printing, a uh, quantitative easing program they put in place, uh, 
it's very expensive, and so you want to be cautious up here. And I think that's sort of how you have to look at it. Again, if you want to get in, you can still get in, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. I, you know, I, want to, I talked about this on the, on, on the Sam Malone Show, and it still bothers me that 60% of the people have not saved $1,000 for an emergency. I, you really should have more money saved for an emergency because you never know what could happen. I mean, it, and you ought to have, the other thing is you ought to have some cash at home, a reasonably decent amount of cash, 500 to to $1,000 in cash at the house. Because if you ever need it, oftentimes these ATMs, they limit you to just $200. It's, it's an opportunity. You never know when a hurricane's going to hit or something else. But I was really surprised people don't have more savings for emergencies. Uh, you know, 60% of the people don't even have $1,000. So you really should be a little more prepared. This is Houston. It is a hurricane. We write about it in our Max Out Savings Report. It, you know, it, it's a hurricane town. So you should have some extra food and extra cash always stashed away. But I'll tell you what, if you'd like a copy of our Wuhan report, which we just sent out in the Max Out Savings Report, just go to the website. You'll be subscribed. It's absolutely free. We don't call. We don't bother you. We write about savings, investments, and retirement. We're going to be putting out another update in the report as as well as, as things kind of move forward to give you an idea of what's happening with these different type of viruses. Can we get that call on real quick? Let me see. Real quick. Okay. Well, I don't know. So anyway, so go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. And and we'll try to get you, you know, we'll sign up for the free report. If you need some help managing your IRA rollovers, your 401k, uh, just uh, give us a call or, or go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Tell what, you have a question for us. Go ahead. Hello? Hi. I, yes, I have a uh, question about RMDs. Yes. Okay. With the new law that got passed, mm-hmm. if you're 70 and a half, in 2019, December 31st, 2019, you still have to take the RMD at 70 and a half, not 72. That's correct. Is that correct? Yeah, they changed it for this year. So anyone that, that turns 70 and a half this year, it's 72. But that be, if you turned last year, you're still stuck with the old rules. Okay. Good. Good. Thanks so, a lot for the uh, question, Greg. I got to run. You call me at the office. I'll give you a better answer because we're out of time. Same number? Uh, 713-627-0400. 713-627-0400. Thanks a lot for listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Remember that motto, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week. David left his taxi in the bottom of a bean town lake. Said this whole world's full of chances. And this is one I gotta take. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.